0: My name is Rob Forrest. I'm a student in the MCIT or Masters in Computer Information Technology program here at Northern Arizona University. Within this podcast, I hope to provide an overview on scientific research methods. Conducting good research within your essays and articles is vital to maintain not only good results from experiments, but also maintain that credibility from your peers, which will raise you to new heights in that field. There are a number of various ways in which research can be conducted. This is often dependent on the field or topic being researched. Within scientific research, the general rule is good material in, good material out. But this also extends to the planning and preparation stages, as well as the actual research and execution stage. Shuttleworth states that successful research will generate measurable and testable data, gradually adding to the accumulation of human knowledge. Within all scientific fields and topics, There will be many different avenues a researcher can go down, whether it be expanding on previously gained knowledge but looking at it with fresh eyes, such as the continual succession of Milgram studies or whether it be by looking at new areas of research within that field. This is often where gaps in knowledge may exist and therefore can be daunting for some researchers who may not have much source information available. Research methods did not really exist back in the ancient world. In those times, it was considered inquiry, which goes against the notion that a method provides a strict directive in how to get from A to B. But gradually, the approach to how the world works altered, along with the tools and technology at researchers' disposal. This brings us through to the modern age, where we have the scientific model, or the scientific research method, as it is sometimes referred to. The purpose of scientific research is to either gain new understanding solve a real world problem or understand a phenomenon. And in order to do so, the process behind scientific research is hypothesis, testing and conclusion. Within the fields of psychology and sociology research methods, the use of qualitative and quantitative research methods is often used. Qualitative research methods explore smaller data sets but with a finer comb focusing on questions such as how and why. And on the flip side, quantitative research focuses on gathering as much as possible and focuses on the quantitative information available. However, before starting your research, you need to identify the purpose for your work. What is it that you hope to answer by conducting this process? Following that, you will need to compose a hypothesis or several. Your hypothesis is almost a question but made in the form of a statement such as sleep deprivation causes a reduction in performance of students. This then provides the basis for your research, as it allows for the real-world testing of this to be done. A hypothesis must be testable and falsifiable. In other words, you can be wrong. The next stage is to conduct testing by means of experiment. In this case, it would involve a number of students being asked not to sleep at varying times, and then asked them to take a test of some kind. Some experiments may throw up certain ethical implications, and it is for you as the researcher to consider those, justify them and where possible put safeguards in or consider alterations to the experiments. Data collection is not just done in a lab. It can be conducted through surveys, questionnaires, as well as observation and many, many other methods. Following initial testing, you may need to put in variables within the tests. This is to account for as wide a data set as you can. This will benefit you in the long run as it prevents others from criticising your work with regards to gaps in the test data. It also shows you considered all aspects and eventualities and reduces the chance for somebody to dispute your findings. Once the data is collected, you can then review and organise the data and analyse what the tests have proven or disproven. It might be that new areas you didn't think of previously have now come to fruition and you might want to investigate them. This is when the scientific model can loop back around and generate new hypotheses. After you are satisfied with the data and are happy that it appears to answer all of your hypotheses, you can then consider publishing your work to others. As discussed in previous podcasts, the integrity of your work must be retained. There is no shame in your hypothesis being incorrect, but there is shame in altering your test data to make you look correct. Scientific research methods provide a structure or framework for completing your work and presenting it in a unified way among scientists. It is not an answer-all method and can be adopted in line with various data collection and analysis methods in order to most effectively answer the questions that you hope to. This has been a short overview on scientific research methods, which I hope you found informative. Thank you for listening.